Before we get started today, all I have to say is, uh, and I'm going to be blunt, I'm going to be just just plain blunt with you. If you did not understand the show card for last episode, which was number 311, you know, and the show card had three, went with the Stranger Things uh, theme, uh, so I put the three next to the character 11, um, just fucking delete me. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13, and still going over on Facebook, Dennis M. Roy over there. If you want any of the spreadsheets, articles, yes, there are articles coming out, um, go ahead and hit me up, DM me. Uh, all I need is your email, basically. And as we're trying to do, like, share, and subscribe, if you would, hopefully, get the five-star five ranking, but, you know, maybe you just fucking hate it or you just hate your own life. That's all I got to say about that. Today we're going to go through uh, the strength uh, strength of schedule spreadsheet, uh, take a look at some, some of that, some of that data, kind of go through the spreadsheet itself because it can be confusing at times. Um, with that, we'll take a look kind of anything that kind of catches our eye in terms of uh, possible player options, kind of take a look at their ADP and see if they're, you know, if it's a guy that we're going to want to draft this season at their current ADP, or if we're going to want to see uh, a fall in their ADP to kind of make them a little bit more likable. Uh, Try to make this, like I said, try to make this as least confusing as humanly possible. Um, If you are still here, and you do not watch Stranger Things, I implore you to watch it. If not, I love you anyways. So we're going to basically on this one, we're going to get as far as we can. I'm hoping to get through uh, about 16 teams. So that's going to get us from the Arizona Cardinals through the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, And then we will have a secondary podcast, which will cover uh, the rest of the teams afterwards. So um, this will be a little boring. Um, I'm not going to lie about that. This is going to be a lot of numbers kind of just thrown at you. Um, <clears throat> we do get pretty in depth with it. So, uh, just kind of bear with it. Uh, the players will come and, uh, 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 hopefully unlike Deshaun Watson, but I digress. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Boring podcast, but it is one of the podcasts that is necessary. I'm currently working on an article, uh, targets and avoids for each team. Uh, it's basically just taking one player that I kind of uh, have some interest in at their current ADP versus uh, what their strength of schedule is. Just a fun little article to kind of take take a look at. Uh, kind of just you know um, <sighs> pique your interest, kind of keep you, keep the mind flowing. Uh, just put a thought process in your head. So. Uh, 
yeah, that is that is uh, complete spam. That is not from my bank, so thank you. Um, I will be deleting that number. Uh, so we're going to start with the Arizona Cardinals here and kind of go through their schedule, um, take a look at not only their uh, rankings for the full season, but also first and second half and done by quarter. And we're going to do this uh, by each basic uh, DVOA metric. Uh, that would be total defense, rush defense, pass defense. Uh, pass defense would be a little bit more truncated towards the uh, quarterback. And then you get the wide receiver ones, the wide receiver two, the wide receiver plus. Uh, that's going to be more for your deeper leagues, guys late uh, in drafts, um, dynasty type leagues, uh, tight ends and, and running backs in the passing game. Now, I have in the past, I've screwed this up where um, you know, I had the rush defense for the running backs and then <laughs> completely forgot that I need, do need to include uh, running back in the passing game with that. I will try to keep them together as much as humanly possible, but if I get off track, I do come back to it. Um, we're going to stay away from the total offense DVOA, pass and rush offense DVOA, uh, stay away from the special teams DVOA, and the, uh, but we probably, yeah, I think we're going to take a look at uh, total offense plus defense plus special teams DVOAs. Those are basically the metrics that are done over at the Football Outsiders. And <clears throat> basically, I have taken those numbers, uh, added them together, and just kind of averaged them out uh, just to kind of see uh, where the team stands overall. Um, but, I mean, primarily what we're looking at is everything on the front side. So on the left side of the first gray bar in there, uh, that's the stuff that's really going to kind of pique our interest. So um, the full total DVOA with the three, with the three uh, parts of the uh, team, the offense, the defense, and special teams, um, I did have to take one of those metrics and I had to kind of flip it on its head, basically – uh, any number, you know, go from positive to negative, um, reverse order it to, you know, get everything to kind of add together. Um, nice and, uh, nice. And, uh, I don't know how, how I'm going to say that, uh, make everything flow very nicely with that. So, um, but it does, it does add up in the long run. Uh, it does make sense. The way that I did it, you really don't have to understand it. But if you want to look at the numbers, you can look at them on the DVOA page. Um, those are off to the right. <clears throat> You're not going to have a. You probably do not have a screen that is as big as mine. Um. So it's probably just kind of a hidden number, really, at this point for you. So, wow, what happened in here? Something happened. Hmm, I got too much shit open. That's what it is. Everything kind of got mixed together on that page. Luckily, we don't need it for this podcast. So we are going to start with the Arizona Cardinals. We're going to take a look at their schedule, like I said, first. Uh, we will look at opponent record, uh, strength of schedule. Uh, the reason why I did make this chart, started making this chart a couple of years ago is to basically um, take a look at the defensive metrics specifically for uh, each position versus 
the traditional strength of schedule, which is obviously very outdated. Um, but sometimes stuff does line up. Um, the thing of it is, is when people look at strength of schedule just based off an opponent's record, it's not taking into account everything um, that you really want to look at. So would you use regular strength of schedule if you liked a player, like, say, for instance, on the Dallas Cowboys? Like, you know, C.D. Lamb, for instance, right? So let's say they had the third the third uh, strongest strength of schedule based on their opponent record. Would that deter you just with that number having somebody go, look, they have the third they have the third highest schedule or third hardest schedule. CD Lamb is getting taken too high. He is at, let's see, right here. Uh he is wide receiver six, uh 15th pick overall. Um I'm gonna stay away because they've got a hard you know, a harder strength of schedule. That's some of the stuff that's kind of been thrown out there in the past. Not saying everybody does it. A lot of people you know, higher up in the industry that un- actually understand how this stuff works are not completely basing um, everything off of, you know, an opponent's record. They're actually going through the metrics. They're putting it through processing it for, um, and then figuring out basically what a player is going to do for the season, their projections. Um, as, I finally figured out the word as I stumbled through that whole goddamn sentence, but it is what it is. I just got done with work. I'm trying to get as much done as humanly possible. I have a dentist appointment, and then we'll do number two or uh, podcast two. But uh, let's go ahead. Let's take a look. Arizona Cardinals schedule week one through eighteen. You got the Chiefs at the Raiders versus Rams at Panthers versus Eagles at Seahawks versus Saints. At Vikings versus Seahawks, at Rams versus 49ers versus Chargers versus Patriots, at Broncos versus Buccaneers, at Falcons, at 49ers. Uh, just based on strength of schedule with their opponent's record, a full season, it is at uh, 54-32, which is the second hardest schedule overall on the season based on opponent record. First half, 10th hardest 10th hardest uh, schedule, uh, number one in the second half by quarter. And we do uh, we do it basically, you know, you got 17 games. So it's four, 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 and then the last five make up the, the fourth quarter. And it goes fifth, 17th, ninth, and ninth. Now we take a look at the total defense here. Chiefs, uh, basically from Chiefs to 49ers, uh, full season, they have six hardest schedule according to total defense, uh, six in the first half, 13th in the second half. So it's an easier second half here. Uh, 12th in the first quarter, six, 10th and 16th. So it's kind of interesting. It's a little bit easier schedule when you break it down by total defense alone versus the rush defense, third hardest record. In the NFL, first half is also third for the first half, tenth for the second half. By quarter, fifth, third, seventh, and sixteenth. So something like that. When you see that on there, now <clears throat> I'm not going to totally go through the teams themselves and kind of say what it is. You know, have they improved or not? I think we've done that for most of this off season. Uh, kind of talked about it. Uh, after the draft a little bit 
So we're going to kind of take this as it is for now. Okay. You can do your own research. You have all the tools. I've given you the depth charts. You can see the rankings of the players. And I've also given you the ADP charts. So basically what you want to do is you want to take a look at the strength of schedule. If you see something that is really standing out like that, good or bad, you take that, you come over to the ADP chart, you go to running back, and then you're going to go look at Mr. James Conner, who is RB16, pick 31. So he's in the third round. He's about right in the middle of the third round. And we need to determine if James Conner is a guy that we really want. And you can make your own judgment call on that. Um, now, would I say that I would totally fade James Conner? No, at the at the right cost, you know, per draft capital, um, James Conner is perfectly fine. But at pick thirty one in the middle of the third round, where maybe I would. Maybe I'm higher on, say, Saquon Barkley, who is uh, RB14, pick 23. Or, say, Travis Etienne, rookie Brees Hall, Zeke Elliott, Antonio Gibson, David Montgomery. We'll go through that. Well, Travis Etienne is at 36 overall, Brees Hall at 39, Zeke Elliott at 41, Antonio Gibson at 43, David Montgomery at 46. You even have Josh Jacobs at pick 48. So those are the running backs that are going all the way through the end of the fourth round. So is James Conner really a guy that you want to bank on this season? Well, let's take a look at running backs in the passing game. So in this metric, James Conner's uh, strength of schedule here, for so running backs in the passing game, 23rd overall, 8th in the first half, 29th in the second half. By quarter, 30th, 1st, 19th, and 30th. So obviously in the second half, it's a lot better. So basically what I want you to do is I want you to take that rush, defense, versus running back in the passing game, kind of combine them together, and figure out, hey, is he going to put the point potential that we want this season? Defense is a little bit better, and I... Caution a little bit better. Now, he did have the death of cornerback Jeff Gladney. It was a great pickup. Um, he had his legal troubles behind him. He was trying to make a comeback for him, first rounder. Um, so they did get a little bit weaker there. So in the passing game, mm, probably not, not too bad here. But, um, I mean, overall, if, if you just look at the seasonal schedule, you can see the nice big chunk of red uh, right in the middle with the Seahawks, Saints, Vikings, and Seahawks. Um, they've actually all gotten a little bit better in there. So that second quarter is going to be a buzzsaw, and you need to determine. And you need to figure out. Not only are you gonna are you gonna rely on James Conner in the passing game. You can't you can't really rely on a running back fully within the passing game. Now you can take the projections and figure it out, but <clears throat> that rushing, that rushing defense is going to be a lot more of a better indicator um, than that, ver that running back in the passing game. Cause you can't rely on that. 
There's too many other options available. It's not just going to go to the running back. Now, you can make the argument that, you know, the on an offense that does utilize the running back very heavily in the passing game, sure. But like I said, I would caution you in that second quarter, it's going to be kind of rough. And it's going to be rough in the rush defense department. So am I going to take James Conner at 31? Or am I going to wait it out, let him kind of hit that slide, and see if he does indeed slide and maybe pick him up on the cheap, get him before the playoffs, uh, save, you know, we got what, Chargers and then Patriots basically last game of the regular season for most. Broncos, Buccaneers, and Falcons. Now, I would still warn you that that is going to be a little bit tough. Patriots got a little bit better. Uh, Broncos are a little bit better. Buccaneers should be a little bit better in that department as well. So um, that's kind of how I try to figure some of this stuff out. And that will be in the article, you know, using the strength of schedule versus, you know, ADP draft position. So, uh, so let's take a look at versus passing defense. This is going to be for our quarterbacks. So full season, 17th, first half, 12th, 21st in the second half, 17, 11, 16, and 21 for the four quarters. Um, this I would also caution with Kyler Murray because he has traditionally kind of faded in that back half. Um, so whether or not he's going to be reliable in that 16, to 16 and 21 quarters, remains to be seen wide receiver ones now this is marquise hollywood brown and deandre hopkins okay for wide receiver two you can consider that part for uh, marquise brown and aj green in there so for versus wide receiver one full season 30th ranked um schedule or 30th (laughs) 30th hardest schedule for the wide receiver one so it's pretty pretty good Uh, 29th for the first half, 20th in the second half. By quarter, 24, 28, 29, and 12. Looking at Marquise Marquise Brown, um, he is going at pick 45. Overall, he is wide receiver 19. So he is a wide receiver 2. I want to see that number drop. And the problem is I don't see it dropping. I think this is going to stay pretty stable. It may get as high as DK Metcalf at 40 overall, uh, but I don't think he surpasses in there. But be very careful on there. Um, I do have him written up. I did kind of caution that uh, Marquise Brown is kind of one of those guys where you can take him at that spot, but, but, you're relying on him getting the job done, and you're going to want to trade him before DeAndre Hopkins gets back. And that's dangerous. That's dangerous to project that you're going to be able to pull that deal off. Okay? Because everybody knows that Hopkins is on that, that six game suspension. So, it's one of the two things that you can do. Um, you can just take Marquise Brown outright, hope that. You know, he does perform right out the gate, trade him out high and take what you can and get what you can, you know, either running back or maybe another wide receiver um, that we see later in the year that's going to start trending up. Um, Or you can take Marquise Brown at 45 and you can take DeAndre Hopkins at 68 and just control both. 
Now, the problem with that is that people are going to know that you have him as that you have that handcuffed as well. And there's no assurance that DeAndre Hopkins is going to hit points right out the gate. It's a very dangerous move. If you can pull it off, it's very professional of you. If you do it, it's going to be in leagues where there is a lot of trading involved. People like to wheel and deal. If you have leagues that are stagnant, that don't trade a lot, I'm probably telling you just to go ahead and pass on him. And in my main home league, where we don't do a heck of a lot of trading, I am not probably going to pull off. I'm not going to try that move at all. And the people in my league, anybody who's definitely listening to this, is not going to pick up Hollywood Brown to try and trade him. Because they know everybody else is watching. So I'm going to caution you that. Now, if we do look at the wide receiver two for the Arizona Cardinals, their schedule, full season 14th, first half 27th, second half 9. By quarter, 22, 18, 7, and 12. So here's the second part of this. This is why you want to trade Marquise Brown at high. Because when he gets to be a wide receiver two, those matchups all go away. And it becomes a very difficult schedule. Now, does this change sometimes based on injuries? Uh, Maybe a team's playing better than what we thought? Absolutely. But for me, I, I do have it in an article. I explain this. Almost, ex- almost exactly how I how how I'm trying to say it. Probably a little bit better, to be completely honest. And I have the wide receiver one rankings, and I have the wide receiver two rankings in there, so you can see it side by side. If you take Hollywood Brown, you're going to want to get as much as possible out of him, but you're going to want to trade him. As quickly as possible. So if he does well against the Panthers in week four. If he does well those first four weeks. I would trade him in a heartbeat. I do not give a shit what anybody says about him and Kyler Murray. You know, being this link up for the year. That's too much of a risk. Like I said, Kyler fades in the second half as well. Wide receiver plus, so this is going to be like your A.J. Green. This is going to be like your A.J. Green, Rondale Moore. Um, Tenth hardest schedule on the board, 29 in the first half, fourth in the second half. By quarter, 18, 31, 7, and 11. Just stay away from both of them. Don't even have them on your fucking roster. Not even putting A.J. Green on my team out the gate, being as a wide receiver. Just not doing it. Tight end, so here's your Zach Ertz. Um, Trey McBride as the backup, your rookie. Uh, seventh hardest schedule on the board. Fourth in the first half. Eleventh in the second half. 
7, 6, 10th, and 14th for quarters. Zacherts is going at tight end 9, pick 100. I think that's still fair for Zacherts, even with the 7th hardest schedule. So, see, you can take these guys with harder schedules as long as you're getting that value. Now, if Zach Ertz was going up where, like, say, TJ Hawkinson was at or currently is at, you know, tight end six, pick 67, I would tell you to stay away. Absolutely tell you to stay away. You know what? We're going to skip the ODSPs. We're going to go straight to the Atlanta Falcons because this already took 24 minutes to get through that one. Um, I know we had the intro and all that shit too, but uh, we're going to go ahead and pass on that, and we're going to go straight to the Atlanta Falcons. So here's their strength of schedule based on opponent record. Ninth hardest schedule overall. Seventh in the first half, second in the second half. By quarter, 10, 9, 28, and 4. So in that third quarter, they have a really good schedule in here, okay, based on opponent record. Let's see what it does by total defense. Six hardest schedule for the full season, so it's a lot worse. Uh, second in the first half, 19th in the second half. Interesting, interesting. By quarter, hardest schedule, number one on the board. 25th, 26th, 10th to finish the season. So nice little area right in the middle, right in the middle, and maybe even into that fourth quarter. So now we look at the rush defense. So for the Atlanta Falcons right now, this is Corderell Patterson, I, I guess. Um, I do think at some point that Tyler Algier gets a shot here. Um, I want to see here. I don't think Damian Williams is actually going to end up being the number two. I think the rookie Algier is going to actually win that number two job uh, and fight for actual carries with Corderell Patterson. They'll have uh, Patterson kind of split out, do some slot work, stuff like that. But rush defense rank, strength of schedule rank, hardest schedule on the board. First half, hardest schedule on the board. Second half, 11th hardest schedule. By quarter, 1, 4, 23, and 2. Versus the running back in the passing game, 11th hardest schedule on the board. 14th in the first half, 15th in the second half. By quarter, 2nd, 30th, 9th, and 20th. We never did go through their opponents, did we? Well, you know a lot of it's NFC South. Saints at Rams at Seahawks versus Browns. At Bucks versus Niners at Bengals, which got better in the playoffs. I'm watching them. Versus Panthers versus Chargers, which got better. At Panthers versus Bears. Mm, that's probably the one where they'll stop. Uh, at Commanders versus Steelers. Got a little bit weaker with Steven to it. Retiring, but he didn't play any of last year. At Saints, at Ravens versus Cardinals versus Buccaneers. That's a hell of a schedule. How the fuck did that happen? That is tough. That is a tough year. 
So as far as running backs are concerned, Corderell Patterson, Tyler Algier, I will take in Dynasty, but I will not take uh, in redraft leagues. Probably not in keepers either. Uh, might watch this one unfold because if somebody does select uh, the rookie Algier, they're probably going to drop him at some point. Versus pass. So this is Marcus Mariota. Third hardest schedule on the board. Wow. Uh, third and 10th for the halves by quarter, second, 22nd, 24th, and third. So there is some life from Marcus Mariota in there. Specifically in that third quarter, you might see them kind of step up a little bit. Uh, wide receiver one, this should be the rookie Drake London. Uh, let's see here, 20th hardest schedule on the board for all year. 14th and 22nd by halves and by quarter. 14th, 13th, 32nd, and 5th. Drake London, I have a lot of interest in. Now, why is that? Because Drake London is not going to cost you that much. He comes in at wide receiver 39, so he's a wide receiver 4, pick 87. He, in a home league, should drop a little bit. 87 overall, probably about right for NFFC. Uh, may fall a little bit. You have Brandon Ayuk, Russell Gage, Christian Kirk, Tyler Lockett in there, Robert Woods. So he could drop behind those guys. But even at that 87 overall, if he's your wide receiver three, um, better yet, even if he does happen to be your wide receiver four, I think it's pretty good. You can watch him develop and see if anything happens. Versus wide receiver two, 13th hardest schedule overall by quarter, or uh, by halves, my bad, 14th and 14th. Okay, pretty standard. Uh, by quarter, 14, 14, 12, and 22. It's not too bad. The only problem is we really don't know who the wide receiver two is. Um, probably, maybe, I, I mean, it could be Auden Tate. It could be. More than likely, I mean, if you really just kind of looked at the wide receivers, it's probably a battle between Kyle Pitts and Corderell Patterson, just to be completely honest. Versus the wide receiver plus, so nobody really on the Falcons passing offense that deep that we're looking at, but we do the numbers anyways. 30th hardest schedule on the board uh, for the full season by halves, 19 and 31. And by quarter, 24, 12, 28, and 26. So I'm going to skip the wider. I'm going to skip what I'm going to say about wide receiver plus. We're going to go to the tight end real quick, okay? Tight end. So Kyle Pitts, second hardest schedule on the board. By, by halves, third and third. By quarter, first, 26, eighth, and one, and first. There is something that we need to get into, and it's the way that the Falcons actually, you know, utilize Pitts, and sometimes it's as a wide receiver, and more as a wide receiver, and leaving their other tight end to block. Most of that was Hayden Hurst last year. This year, it would probably be Anthony Ferks or who they brought in from Tennessee. So while I would probably say I'm going to fade Kyle Pitts. He's tight end, number three? No, number four. No, number three. Uh, 33rd overall. 
even with that wide receiver plus or wide receiver two rankings in there, that doesn't make me really want to go after Kyle Pitts. So I am going to skip Kyle Pitts as his current ADP. Um, I'd rather see him down where George Kittle and Darren Waller are at 51 and 53. I'd be way more happier to take him there. But I think Kyle Pitts, if I was to take a guess right now, I think Kyle Pitts is going to be kind of a bust. Like he'll do decent for the position. But when you're taking him that high, you need him to pop off like almost like how uh, Mark Andrews did last year. And Mark Andrews is at pick 22 right now, tight end two. So for me, Kyle Pitts, not touching him. Could it work out? Sure. But I think you're going to have a lot more sadder Sundays watching him play then you're going to have any jubilation, you know, cheering on that Kyle Pitts one help win you your league this year or help win, a you know, your weekly matchup. If you win, it's in spite of Kyle Pitts is what I'm saying. Baltimore Ravens, let's look at the schedule first since I didn't do it right for the Atlanta Falcons at Jets versus Dolphins at Patriots versus Bills versus Bengals at Giants versus Browns at Bucks at Saints by week versus Panthers at Jags versus Broncos at Steelers at Browns versus Falcons versus Steelers and finish the year up at the Cincinnati Bengals full season based on opponent record 24th hardest schedule on the board good little number there uh, by halves, 12th and 3rd. So it's how something happened in here. That doesn't seem right at all. Let me take a look at that number. Okay, fixed it. It was a real quick fix. I actually did not resort it back uh, and put the numbers in the correct place. <laughs> so uh, let's see. Second half, second half based on based on record, right? Yeah, based on record. So I'll go back here real quick. Uh, Arizona second half is seventh hardest. And Atlanta Falcons is 13th hardest. And now we have the Baltimore Ravens at 29th hardest schedule on the board. So second half, really good. Uh, By quarter, 16th, 15th, 30th, and 13th. Uh, Pretty damn good. Pretty damn good in that second half. In, in fact, from quarter one all the way through quarter four, those are pretty good. I kind of like those. All right. So by total defense, strength of schedule, 20th for the full season, 7th in the first half, 23rd in the second half. So that holds true. Uh, it's a little bit harder, though, uh, by defense. And by quarter, 7th, 14th, 23rd, and 23rd. Hmm, kind of like that. Kind of like that. Let's take a look at the running back. So this is, of course, going to be J.K. Dobbins, um, who looks to be on track for training camp right now, uh, which I would suppose, considering the fact that, you know, the ACL injury happened in training camp of last year, so should he have a full year off. Uh, Let's see here. So full season, 30th hardest schedule on the board by halves, 23rd and 23rd. Very, very good. 
uh, by quarter, 12th, 29th, 11th, and 31st. So not too shabby. Let's take a look at the running back in the passing game. Um, this isn't going to be real huge for J.K. Dobbins. Um, so it's good that this is actually going to be all that great. So full season, eighth hardest schedule on the board by quarter, 19th and fourth hardest schedule in the second half uh, by quarter, 29th, eighth, fifth, and eighth. But this team is built on the run. That is their identity. Um, so J.K. Dobbins, I actually still have some love for specifically because he is RB23 at pick 49 overall. So you're getting a hell of a discount on there. So I can take a look at that versus running back and kind of just say, okay, that's not really worrying me. I am focused on this rush defense strength of schedule here uh, and at his value. I'm perfectly fine with it. Pass defense strength of schedule 10th overall for the full season by halves. First and 18th, so second half got a lot better. Uh, by quarter, 5th, 8th, 21st, and 12th. So I'm not looking at Lamar Jackson as much as a passer. I'm looking at the guy uh, who uses his legs. We get a little bit of a discount this year, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, he has fallen. He is at QB6. He is at pick 65 overall. So you're looking at... Uh, right in the sixth round, a lot of rushing. Everything rests on his shoulder. I'm not. I'm not terribly excited at his price, at his price point. I did like him a little bit more when he was down by Tom Brady and Matt Stafford, right about in the 80s. Um, he has dropped. He has gone. He went from 73 to 53, to 58, to 59, down to 65. So he is falling right now. Jalen Hurts is rising right now. Um, and at a pretty good clip. So we may end up seeing Jalen Hurts actually pass him at some point. Uh, let's take a look at the wide receivers here. So the wide receiver one, hardest schedule on the board. This is your Rashad Bateman. This is for your fucking Rashad Bateman truthers out there, okay? Hardest schedule on the board. By halves, second and 13th. By quarters, second, fourth, 28th. Signs of life. And third. Rashad Bateman, if I can find him here real quick, is your wide receiver 35, pick 75 overall. He is right in front of Adam Thielen, Devontae Smith, Traylon Burks, Drake London, uh, Brandon Ayuk, Gage, Kirk, Lockett. Woods. I would definitely take the shot probably on Devontae Smith right in there before I take a shot on Rashad Bateman. And thank you, Sirens, for going off. Yay. So wide receiver two and wide receiver plus, these are guys that I am not really looking at. Uh, we don't really have a clarification on who it is. James Prochet, Devin Duvernay, one of those two guys. I'm just staying away. Uh, somehow I made that rhyme. Uh, so wide receiver two, strength of schedule for the season overall, 15th by halves, 5th and 23rd by quarters, 2nd, 20th, 24th, and 18th. For your wide receiver plus, 7th hardest schedule on the board by halves, 6th and 18th by quarter, 19th, 2nd, 21st, and 15th. Like I said, wide receiver two, wide receiver plus, let's throw them out the window because we're not really focused too much on the 
passing game. It's mostly the running game. That includes Lamar Jackson's feet. Tight end. So here is your Mark Andrews. 11th hardest schedule on the board by half, 17th and 5th by quarter, 23rd, 12th, 5th, and 10th. He is obviously going high. We did say he's tight end two. He's at pick 22 overall. I kind of want him to slip back into the third round. I'd like to see 25th or higher, or in this case, I guess lower, but a bigger number. You know what I'm talking about. I'd like to see him drop a little bit, to be completely honest. But can he survive that ranking? And in all honest opinion, yes, he can. So if you want to take Mark Andrews at, say, that pick 22 right at the end of uh, the second round, I'm still okay with it. I am still okay with it. Moving on, we got the Buffalo Bills. Let's see the schedule. At Rams versus Titans, at Dolphins, at Ravens versus Steelers, at Chiefs, bye week. Versus Packers, at Jets, Vikings, Browns, at Lions, at Patriots, Jets, Dolphins, at Bears, at Bengals, and then the Patriots to finish off the season at home. Based on the strength of schedule record, 13th hardest schedule on the board by halves. Second hardest schedule, 26th hardest schedule. By quarter, 3rd, 8th, 24th, and 22nd. Take the total defense now. Full season, 17th hardest schedule on the board. Hmm, a little bit easier schedule. By halves, 18th and 17th. Very nice. By quarter, 9th, 26th, 18th, and 15th. So we're looking at Rams, Titans, Dolphins, Ravens out the gate. That's their hardest four opponents. Let's take a look at the running backs. This could be Delvin, uh, Delvin. Devin Singletary and James Cook. Let's see what I was going to do there? Delvin Cook. Mm. <laughs> Full season, strength of schedule. 25th hardest schedule by halves, 19th and 24th. By quarter, 3rd, 30th, 29th, 19th. Here's your running back in the passing game. Full season, 30th. By halves, 31st, 24th. By quarter, 20th, 32nd, 20th, 24th. If that does not scream you want a piece of this backfield, I don't know what else will. But what's the price? What's the cost that it's going to do? Devin Singletary, RB29, pick 82. Really? Really? The guy who understands this offense, who came along very nicely late in the season. It's going to be a little hard right off the gate, right? Now, James Cook, RB34, pick 97. Pick your poison here. Devin Singletary is going to start, should start out the season as the starter. Last year, a contract. James Cook, the rookie coming in. He's going to have to learn a little bit with the pass blocking in a professional setting. If Devin Sing- if you believe that Devin Singletary can't get it done early, grab yourself some James Cook. Better yet, if you want to handcuff the situation, Devin Singletary and James Cook. And I think it works out nicely. I'm going to be keeping an eye on that. I want to see if that stays as low as it does. I believe it will. 
but we just don't know yet. It's still early. Like I said, we're speculating on this stuff. But I do like the Buffalo Bills backfield. This rushing, rush defense numbers, that also helps your passer in Josh Allen. Let's see what the pass defense is. 13th overall for their full season. By halves, 16th and 8th. Okay? By quarter, 12th, 24th, 8th, and 16th. Josh Allen is your number one quarterback at pick 27. That's fallen a couple of spots. That's actually, in two weeks, that has fallen from pick 22 to pick 27. Third rounder. More super flex, of course. It's going to be a lot earlier. But it's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad for Josh Allen. I am thinking of going quarterback early this year. Will I do it? Mm. Depends. Can I get get over my thoughts and feelings of taking a quarterback early? I will think about it. If that is third round for the first quarterback, I will think about it. And a 13th hardest schedule, especially when you look at how easy it is in the second half for the rushing, and you know he runs the ball a lot. He has not shown that he's going to stop yet. I kind of like Josh Allen. Wide receiver one, so here's Stephon Diggs. Third hardest schedule on the board by halves, eighth and fourth. By quarter, 12th, 5th, 15th, and 8th. Stephon Diggs, he's your wide receiver five at pick 13 overall. First pick of the second round. Stephon Diggs is also not consistent. He has his ups and downs. He has his ebbs and flows. Which makes me back off Stephon Diggs unless he drops farther back in the second round. Then I will take a shot on him. But at his current ADP at 13, and this is actually, it has moved down a little bit. Here, I'll give you the last five weeks. 16th, 13th, 16th, 11th, and 13th. Wide receiver 6, 5, 6, 5, 5. I'm going to be fading Stephon Diggs. I would rather have Josh Allen in the third round than Stephon Diggs in the second. I'd rather have the cook of the kitchen. That's just what I'm saying. Wide receiver two. Here is your Gabe Davis. Six hardest schedule on the board. By halves, 17th and 6th. By quarter, 21st, 10th, 4th, and 11th. Gabe Davis is going pretty high. In fact, Gabe Davis is wide receiver 28, pick 60. Now, I have seen on Twitter that people are saying Gabe Davis was going in front of Brandon Cooks, Amari Cooper, and Jerry Judy. This was yesterday. This is the data from last week because we take all seven days of the last week. If Gabe Davis stays behind those three, I'll take a Gabe, I'll take a shot on Gabe Davis. The fifth round, 
end of the fi- actually end of the fifth round into the sixth. Sure, I like what I've seen from the kid. He's improved every year. If he goes any higher, if he gets up towards where Courtland, you know, like Allen Robinson, and Courtland Sutton, into the fifties, no, I'll take Brandon Cooks before I take Gabe Davis too. Consistency. That's kind of my key. Wide receiver plus, we're not really taking a look here, but we do look at the numbers anyways. 27th hardest schedule for the full season by halves, 26th and 25th. By quarter, 30th, 7th, 9th, and 29th. So that wide receiver plus right now is Jamison Crowder. Going at the end of the draft. Don't even need to look at the number. It's at the very back end. In fact, he might have fell out. Did he fall out? can't remember. Do, 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 do. I don't have time to look for fucking Jamison Crowder. Do, do, do. Oh, there he is. It's actually wide receiver 66, but right at the back end, 157. So you're a late round guy. You want to take a shot on him? Just have him as, like, say, a wide receiver six? Mm. Maybe. Maybe. I think there's better options out there, so I'll pass. Moving on to tight end, here's your Dawson Knox. Full season, strength of schedule, 20th. By halves, 23rd and 18th, very nice. By quarter, 8th, 30th, 7th, and 29th. Dawson Knox is your tight end. Number 10, pick 114. Right in front of Pat Fryermuth and Rob Gronkowski, who has not yet returned, um, but right behind Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz. Dawson Knox, if he waited, I'd be fine with it, especially if he didn't have a wide receiver piece. I'm fine with it right where he's going. I have no qualms about it. So Dawson Knox, I think late round, it's not a guy I'm targeting, but if it just falls, happens to fall right into it, fuck it, just take it. I think he'd be fine because at that point, they're all kind of at risk plays anyways. Carolina Panthers, here's their schedule. Browns at Giants, Saints, Cardinals, 49ers at Rams, Bucks at Falcons, at Bengals versus Falcons, at Ravens, Broncos, bye week. Whew, at late 13, week 13 bye week. At Seahawks, Steelers, Lions, at Bucks, at Saints. That is brutal at the end. Brutal. See what the strength of schedule based on opponent record is. 12th hardest schedule for the full season. This is another NFC South team. Uh, by halves, 7th and 20th. And by quarter, 21st, 3rd, 21st, 18th. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. If you're looking at opponent record. Let's take a look at the total defense for the season. 14th hardest schedule on the board by halves, 4th and 24th. By quarter, 3rd, 16th, 32nd, and 8th. All right, let's see who the fours are. Bengals, Falcons, Ravens, and Broncos. Hmm. Broncos and Ravens should bounce back a little bit. Uh, they'll be running better offense in in uh, Denver. You should have Lamar. I mean, Lamar Jackson stays healthy all year. Ravens will be better there. Uh, Falcons still. Ooh. Oof. Oof. But I would say that the Bengals are actually better. So that is a, is a harder schedule in that third quarter than I think um, is going to be projected. 
rush defense. So here's your Christian McCaffrey. I think Donta Freeman is going to be the backup here, and he's going to get some snaps uh, to alleviate some pressure from CMC. So here's these two. Uh, For the season, 11th hardest schedule for the half, or for the halves, 7th and 14th. For the quarters, 11th, 8th, 18th, and 11th. Running backs in the passing game for the season, 16th hardest schedule. For the halves, 12th and 20th. And for the quarters, 1st, 31st, 28th, and 11th. Second and third quarters look pretty good, um, but I think that kind of comes down. But, you know, it is CMC does have a lot of upside. The only question is whether or not CMC actually can make it to that point with injury concerns. He is currently RB2, pick three overall. Yikes. Yikes, 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 yikes. I don't know if I can take him that high anymore. If he fell to the, if he fell to the bottom half of the first round, I'd be probably all, all over it, to be completely honest. But at that price, no. No. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And I'm telling you, Foreman's going to be the backup, not Chuba Hubbard. Not Chuba Hubbard. And you're going to get Foreman at... You know, no cost to your team whatsoever if you want to handcuff it, which I probably would. So now we got Sam Darnold and Matt Corral. This is the passing defense. Full season, 14th hardest schedule on the board. By halves, second and 25th. By quarters, first, 16th, 32nd, and 7th. So Sam Darnold starts the season. He's probably going to get his ass handed to him, and Matt Corral is going to take over and have that 16th and 32nd. Just talking to quarterback there. You might want to take a look at it. Versus the wide receiver one. So, pardon me. I got the hiccups right now. Trying to keep them back. Um, This is, where are you? Where are you? There he is. There's DJ Moore. This is DJ Moore. Full season, 13th hardest schedule on the board by half. 7th and 21st by quarter. 4th, 17th, 21st, and 19th. It's not too shabby. It's not too shabby. DJ Moore, uh, wide receiver 20 at pick 47. There's a little bit of risk in here, but it is the end of the fourth quarter. Or fourth quarter, the fourth round. So I believe DJ Moore is going to be a little bit safer than Marquise Brown. You won't have to worry about what we talked about earlier. Although I would say that I might take Terry McLaurin before him still, which he, Terry McLaurin's at 44. If Terry McLaurin is there versus DJ Moore, I may take Terry McLaurin first. But behind DJ Moore, you got Chris Godwin, Allen Robinson, Cortland Sutton, Amon Ross St. Brown. Wide receiver two, here's your Robbie Anderson. Full season rank, 26 hardest schedule. By halves, 26 and 22. By quarter, 22, 17, 32, and fourth. Robbie Anderson is also way, way back. Wide receiver, 72, 175 overall. If you're in a deeper league especially, I would take that shot on him. Take a shot on him to possibly rebound. 
I like the idea of Robbie Anderson more than I like DJ Moore, just because he's at the very end of the draft. So consider it. Consider it. I don't want a lot from this offense, to be completely honest. But I would take a shot on the two wide receivers. But the edge to me goes to Robbie Anderson before it goes to DJ Moore. Wide receiver plus, not really worrying about it right now. Full season, 18th hardest schedule, 23rd and 12th for the halves by quarter, 25th, 13th, 17th, 13th. Let's move on. Uh, Terrace Marshall, really super deep leagues. Take them late, but I don't like it. Tight ends. So this is... This is going to be your Tommy Tremble and Ian Thomas. Ian Thomas signed a ridiculous contract to stay there. So, I mean, he is basically the starting tight end. If anybody says it's Tommy Tremble, they're fucking stupid or they're just flat-out lying. It's Ian Thomas, again, again, until Carolina gets smart and just gets rid of him and moves on. So here's your tight end schedule. We're not drafting Ian Thomas, so I'm not even going to go through the fucking that ADP bullshit with it. Uh, full season, six hardest schedule on the board. <laughs> by half, second and 15th, and by quarter, second, 19th, 22nd, and 8th. That could be the 30th hardest schedule, and Ian Thomas still would only catch six fucking balls on the year. Maybe one of them is a touchdown. Don't touch him. Just don't touch him. The Chicago Bears, the Monsters of the Midway, otherwise known as the Gary Bears. Uh, Here's their schedule. 49ers at Packers, Texans at Giants, at Vikings, Commanders at Pats, at Cowboys, Dolphins, Lions, at Falcons, at Jets versus Packers by week in week 14. Uh, Eagles, Bills, at Lions versus Vikings. Strength of schedule rate. Rank is actually 23rd overall for the full season uh, based on opponent on opponent um, record uh, by halves 14th and 29th by quarters, 24th, 11th, 32nd, and 12th. So this is curious. This is a little bit kind of like this a little bit. Let's see what the total defense says, though. Total defense for the full season, easiest schedule on the board. By halves, 12th and 31st. By quarter, 28th. Second, okay, so they got a rough stretch in there. 31st and 26th. Hmm, kind of like this a little bit. Let's take a look at the rush defense. Full season, easiest schedule on the board. First and second half, 27th and 32nd. By quarter, 30th, 11th, 32nd, and 28th. Who are the opponents for... That second quarter. Giants, Vikings, Commanders, Patriots. Okay, I can see that. That's why it's a little bit harder. Running backs in the passing game. 22nd for the full season. By halves, 15th and 25th. And by quarter, 20th, 9th, 24th, and 21st. Running back, David Montgomery, is at RB21 at pick 46. At the end of the fourth round. Pick up David Montgomery. Who else do I want you to get? I want you to get Khalil Herbert, who is his backup. We're talking about RB51 at pick 144. That's the end of the 12th round. It's a nice little handcuff option. 
Nice little handcuff option. So my recommendation for right now, get yourself some David Montgomery. Get yourself some Khalil Herbert. Let's handcuff that situation. Let's keep that puppy intact. Also remember that it's uh, Matt Eberflus who came over from Indianapolis. And you know what Indianapolis like to do. Run the fucking ball. Passers. Passers. So here is. Here is our guy. Here is our guy, Justin Fields. QB 18, 146 overall. So not a guy that we're really looking at in one quarterback, but we do need to look at this for uh, two quarterback and super flex. Full season, strength of schedule, 25th hardest schedule on the board by halves, 11th and 28th. Interesting. Uh, By quarter, 23rd, 5th. And we said that second quarter is going to be bad. Uh, 30th and 17th. So two quarterback. As a third quarterback in here, super flex, yeah, Justin Justin Fields, I think it would be just perfectly fine. Wide receiver one, so here's your Darnell Mooney. He has his 12th hardest schedule on the full season by halves, 4th and 29th. So second half, very good. If he falters early, maybe it will pick him up on the cheap. By quarter, 6th, 5th, 23rd, and 20th. So maybe the Bears will start opening it up a little bit more uh, as the season goes on. So I am currently not looking at him early, in er, at least earlier in drafts, at wide receiver 29, pick 62. That's going to be right about where he's going to be at on the season. So beginning of the sixth round, depends. If he's my third wide receiver, I think you can get away with it. If it's anything higher, like a wide receiver two, you fucked up. You done fucked up, son. You done fucked up. So it is what it is. Wide receiver two. Let's see. This isn't going to be Velas Jones. Uh, this is probably going to be Byron Pringle. I don't see Equinamia St. Brown really doing anything. Uh, so Byron Pringle, wide receiver two. Full season, ninth hardest schedule by halves, 17th and 8th, and by quarters, 20th, 12th, 20th, and 3rd. I'll pass on Byron Pringle. Wide receiver plus, here's your Equinamius, here's your Velas Jones, 8th hardest schedule on the board for the full season by halves, 5th and 15th, and by quarter, 4th, 17th, 30th, and 7th. Definitely not looking there. Tight end. So here's your Cole Komet. Where's Cole Komet going off? Cole Komet is your tight end 15, pick 139 overall. So a second tight end here. Um, scoring bump, any type of league with a scoring bump for tight ends uh, that you want to fit in for flex. Let's take a look for Cole Komet. Uh, easiest schedule on the board here and by halves. 20th and 32nd, and by quarters. 32nd, 1st, 32nd, and 32nd. So Cole Komet would be a buy. Definitely in two two tight end leagues. Um, you know, deeper leagues where you need, where you can have the second tight end just kind of sitting around, or if you want to gra- grab him early, uh, if he's sitting on the waiver wire, uh, we will figure out where he is going to score. But Cole Komet, that is definitely a guy to kind of look at for the Chicago Bears this year. Cincinnati Bengals, here is your schedule. Steelers at Cowboys at Jets, Dolphins at Ravens at Saints, Falcons 
at Browns, Panthers, bye week. At Steelers, at Titans, Chiefs, Browns, at Bucks, at Patriots, Bills, and Ravens. Just based on strength, uh, uh, opponent record, strength of schedule, full season, third hardest schedule. By halves, 18th and third. By quarter, 13th, 20th, 7th, and 5th. Wow. Let's see what happens with the total defense, though. Still third hardest schedule on the board for the full season by halves, 13th and 7th, and by quarters, 11th, 21st, 10th, and 6th. It's tricky. Tricky, tricky, tricky. Most of the time, the team that loses a Super Bowl has a hard time getting back to the playoffs, and that might be the Cincinnati Bengals this year, to be completely honest. I do still like the offense. I do, do still like the offense. But, like I said, we're taking a look at their strength of schedules versus where they're currently going and kind of making a decision on whether or not we want them to drop a bit more or not. And or if we're willing to take a guy higher because we like their schedule. So, rush defense. Full season strength of schedule, 16th overall. So right in the middle, not too bad. Uh, First and second half, 21st and 13th. Still not too bad for Mixon. Got a better offensive line, so that's going to help. By quarter, 28th, 12th, 22nd, and 6th. Now we take a look at running backs in the passing game. Full season, 12th hardest schedule by halves, 2nd and 22nd. So second half guy, okay. Uh, And then by quarter, 8th, 6th, 17th, and 28th. Now let's take a look at our running backs here. What's our ADP on this guy? Hmm? Jill Mixon, RB7, overall pick 11th, right in front of Javante Williams, DeAndre Swift, and Aaron Jones. It's okay. It's not great. I think Joe Mixon can overcome. I think he's the least likely of the problems here. At least the problem spots for the Bengals. So Joe Mixon, I'm I'm okay. I'm not thrilled about it, but I'm okay with where he's at. Let's take a look at Joe Burrow, though. Pass defense. Second hardest schedule on the board for the full season. Tenth and first for the halves. Seventh, 14th, 12th, and second for the quarters. Now, Joe Burrow is a really good quarterback, so he might be able to overcome. Let's see where he's going. QB4, 57th overall. So end of the sixth round. Right in front of Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson. And let's see, you got Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, Matt Stafford, Trey Lance to round out the top 12. Take Trey Lance out. I might like the other quarterbacks a little bit better. <sighs> Pre-looking, I actually like Dak Prescott. I like the bad press that he's kind of getting lately. Um, I think he's going to continue to drop, and I'm f- currently fine with it. Hurts is also getting propped up too. So Joe Burrow... Yeah, I think it's fine. I don't love it. I don't love it, though. Let's take a look at Jamar Chase's uh, strength of schedule, though. Full season, second hardest schedule on the board by halves, fifth and third uh, by quarter. First, 20th, 13th, and sixth. It's a 
bit tough. Bit tough for Jamar Chase. He is a very good wide receiver, but where is he going? Jamar Chase in the first round. Holy shit. Wide receiver three, pick seven overall. I'm fading. I'm fading. I am fading all day, every day. I'd rather have Justin Jefferson. I'd rather in front and Cooper Cup in front of him. I'd rather have Devontae Adams, CeeDee Lamb, probably Debo Samuel, Tyreek Hill, I think. No, nah, maybe not Tyreek Hill in front of Jamar Chase. I do like Jamar Chase. He, I am a big fan. He is a really good wide receiver. I just don't know in the middle of a first round if he's a guy that I want to take. If he fell into the second round, like if he was where Stephon Diggs was at pick 13, I think I can live with it. I think I can live with it. But you need that, you need that half round of value to pop up. Let's see here. Now we got T. Higgins. Wide receiver two here. So we got T. Higgins, full season, seventh hardest schedule on the board by half, 16th and 7th, and by quarter, 5th, 28th, 16th, and 4th. T. Higgins, on the other hand, is going as wide receiver 11, pick 29 overall. So he's going as a wide receiver one. It's way too fucking high. That is way too high. Middle of the third round for T. Higgins, wide receiver two. What's behind him? Keenan Allen, Jalen Waddle. Mm. Definitely Keenan Allen before him. Deontay Johnson, Michael Pittman. I might actually like Pittman more than I like T. Higgins, to be completely honest. So, yeah, T. Higgins. I mean, T. Higgins should not be a wide receiver one. Not as long as Jamar Chase is wide receiver one material. So I'm probably going to pass on T. Higgins, really. I want him to drop a little bit. I'd rather see him... I'd rather see him in the fourth round, to be completely honest. I think I just think this is too high. Now, we can take a look at wide receiver plus because we can take a look at Tyler Boyd. Uh, his full season rank here is at 23rd. By halves, 32nd and 7th, and by quarter, 29th, 28th, 22nd, and 4th. I think that's pretty good for uh, Tyler Boyd. He is going as wide receiver 53, so he's basically going as wide receiver 5 at pick 123 overall. So uh, 11th round, I'll take that. I'll take a shot on Tyler Boyd in the 11th round. I think that's perfectly fine, perfectly fine. Now we can move to tight end. Look at Hayden Hurst. Uh, he has the fifth hardest schedule on the board for the season uh, by halves, 22nd and first, and by quarters, 26, 6, third, and second. I'm going to stay away from Hayden Hurst. I don't like Hayden Hurst at all. He's way the fuck down here anyways. He's, a, he's tight end 25. He didn't even make it as a tight end two. Pick 212 overall. Fuck that. Fuck that. I'll watch for it, but fuck that. I got nine more. Oh, goodness. Goodness. I am not going to make this. Ah, I can make it. I can. I can certainly pause this. Let's make it through Cleveland. Let's make it through Cleveland. You know what? Fuck this. We'll make it a three-part series. I don't give a shit. 
We're going to get through the Cleveland Browns here, and then we're going to start off with the Dallas Cowboys on the next one. I'm not going to let this run too long. Already. Already. I don't know how I'm going to do the show card, no. Not for three. Not for three. i got to grow an extra. Never mind. Uh, Cleveland Browns opponents. All right. At Panthers versus Jets versus Steelers. At Falcons, Chargers, Patriots, at Ravens, at Bengals uh, versus Bengals, then a bye week. At Dolphins, at Bills versus Bucks, at Texans, at Bengals, Ravens, Saints, at Commanders, at Steelers. This one's going to be a little bit tricky when we're at quarterback. Okay, okay, and this is good. that's going to affect all of our just about everything, right? Because we got to deal with Deshaun Watson. Stay away from him at this point right now. Just fucking stare away from him. It has nothing to do with what he did. Sure. If it's true, yeah, he's a, he's a complete fucking scumbag. It has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with that. That fucking suspension is, is definitely eight games or more. <laughs> QB 15, pick 118. He had a 21 pick drop from last week, or from the week before to last week. 21. Huge. Huge. So just accept that it's it's a half a season. If somebody wants to draft him and hold him, they're going to fucking lose their league. So I'm not really too worried about it. But we look at the strength of schedule for the Cleveland Browns based on record. 18th hardest schedule on the board by halves, 25th and 11th, and by quarters, 31st, 12th, 11th, and 15th. Total defense tells a little bit of a different story. It actually gets a little bit easier. 31st hardest schedule for the full season by halves, 32nd and 12th, and by quarters, 31st, 27th, 7th, and 19th. So not too shabby. Take a look at the running back. Here's your Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. Uh, Pardon me. Full season, 15th hardest schedule on the board, so right in the middle. Uh, by halves, 30th and 6th, so it gets harder in the second half. Mm, I think they can fight through that. I think they can fight through that. Uh, and then by quarter, 32nd, 11th, 13th, and 3rd. So mm, a little bit of a fade at the back end. Uh, running backs in the passing game, though, uh, 23rd overall on the season. By halves, 26th and 16th. And by quarters, 14th, 28th, 11th, and 18th. So it's not too bad. Uh, let's take a look at the ADP here. Nick Chubb has dropped quite a bit from last year. So he is RB11, uh, pick 19 overall. Did jump up. He did jump up five spots from the week prior. Um, I think that's okay. Back end of the second round, that's perfectly fine for Nick Chubb. But Nick Chubb, remember, you're focusing a little bit more on just the rushing and not uh, running backs in the passing game. Uh, Kareem Hunt, he is farther down there. He is at RB32, pick 91. I think you can handcuff. I think you can handcuff. Angels fired Joe Madden. Damn, Phil Nevin takes over as their manager? That's sad. Um, Kareem Hunt, like I said, RB32, pick 91 overall. I think you can handcuff it this year. I've... Not fully trusting Kareem Hunt. I would never trust him as your RB2, an RB3, somebody that you can kind of flex in every once in a while. Maybe. 
but don't go out there taking Kareem Hunt and going, this is, you know, a full tandem backfield like it has been in the past. Something's up here. Injury concerns with Kareem Hunt, they do have to, you know, be cautious with both guys. Um, I mean, you do have Dearness Johnson in there again. He's going even later. Finally got re-signed officially. I've had him re-signed because I picked it up from Spotrack that he that his contract was coming in. They had it. They had it. Honestly, they had it two weeks ago. It just got announced though this this last uh, what just before the weekend. But uh, yeah, some some of the sites actually had it. Uh, so here we go with versus the passing. Like I said, we're going to pass on Deshaun Watson. We're not going to worry about Jacoby Brissett. Um, if you wanted to in two quarterback leagues, sure, absolutely, go ahead. Um, 24th hardest schedule on the board for the full season, 29th and 12th for the halves, 27th, 20th, 5th, and 25th for the quarters. Let's see how that bodes for the wide receivers. Amari Cooper is here at the wide receiver one this season. Fourth hardest schedule on the board by halves. 20th and first by quarter. 23rd, 15th, 2nd, and 10th. So you're going to have Jacoby Brissett in there, remember. Let's see where he's going to go. Where the fuck are you? I know you're in here. There he is. Amari Cooper, wide receiver 26 at 58. Pick 58. Behind him, Jerry Judy, Gabe Davis, Darnell Mooney. Probably still take Amari Cooper right in that spot. I think he'd be fine even with that hard schedule. Um, I would like him to be my wide receiver three. I'm definitely taking Brandon Cooks ahead of him. I don't know if I'm taking Amon Ross St. Brown in front of him. Cortland Sutton, yes. Yeah. And probably Allen Robinson. Bounce back here for L.A. Let's see what happens with the wide receiver, too. Here's Donovan Peoples-Jones, and this quite possibly could be the rookie, Mr. David Bell, at some point. I do have Bell as a backup to Jakeem Grant in the slot. I'm not 100% sold on that, but that's going to be how it is. So let's take a look at the wide receiver, too. So here's Donovan Peoples-Jones, or David Bell. 22nd, hardest schedule on the full season. Uh, by halves, 22nd and 20th, and by quarters, 22nd, 12th, 7th, and 28th. Donovan Peoples-Jones, David Bell. Uh, should not be that hard to find, considering the fact that it's the longest fucking name here. Yeah, see, wide receiver, 76, 193. David Bell, 73, 176. Not really guys that you're going to end up drafting anyways. So wide receiver plus, you know, whichever guy it really is. Uh, 22nd hardest schedule for the wide receiver plus 20th and 22nd uh, for the halves. And then by quarter 31st, first 19th and 21st. It's all right. Don't care about it. We just move on to the tight end. This is one David Njoku. This is a guy that I want you to keep an eye on. He is moving up a little bit. Uh, He is at tight end 19. 158 overall. It's probably more of a DFS type guy, but two tight end leagues, stuff like that. You know, higher points scored for the tight ends versus wide receivers, running backs for receptions. You can take a look at David Njoku. He is getting written up, by the way. 
So 22nd hardest schedule on the board for the full season, 17 and 21 on the halves, 19, 14, 30th, and 7th on the quarters. And that, my friends, is basically where we're going to stop for the first part of this. So this is episode, what, 312? 312, yeah, I'm going to make up something clever. But we'll have in the next one, podcast 313, we're going to go through another set of these. Maybe I, maybe I just say fuck it and I go a whole two hours and finish it all up. But who knows? It's my fucking decision. But we will finish it this week. We are going to finish it this week and move the fuck on. Hopefully you listen to the next one. Peace out. Gone.